You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic with Dr. Heidi, a toxic relationship specialist. Here, we bring hope, healing, and freedom to those who have been affected by toxic relationships and emotional abuse. Learn to not only recognize a red flag when you see one, but have the courage to choose yourself and move forward in a life that's free from toxic control of others. Living in an environment that's not healthy for you can cause this type of abuse to be accepted as normal. The truth is, it's not normal. It's toxic. Hey everybody, welcome back. You're listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people. This is Dr. Heidi. Thanks for being here. Thanks for sharing. And thank you for making this podcast way bigger than I ever anticipated. Um, I'm on a couple of groups in Facebook where podcasters kind of get together and you can compare tips and ask questions and whatnot. And I ran across... um, a connection with a fellow podcast person this week and he has a great idea. He cracks a beer at the beginning of every podcast. So I thought, oh, I'm totally going to do that. And then I remembered that I don't like beer and I'm afraid that if I did that with whiskey, all of my filters would come off and every piece of information that I've been protecting you guys from, you'd get it all in that podcast. But one of the reasons I'm mentioning this podcast on here this morning, it's called Soul Ramblings Podcast. It can be found on Anchor and all the major networks. Um, It's where we talk about faith, life, usually with a beer or three. And when I was stalking on him and on his podcast, I noticed He has just recently done one on self-sabotage. And coincidentally, that's what I'm talking about today. So if you just want a different perspective on feeling like you're self-sabotaging, maybe jump over to the Soul Ramblings podcast and see if you can also get some good information from that. And you can drink a beer while you're listening. So anyway, this question is for Sandy. She asked in the Strings Within group if I could do a pop, if I could give more information on self-sabotage. And so she's probably been waiting for me to respond within the support group. And instead, I just decided to do a podcast on it because it is a big deal. It's a big deal when we're in toxic relationships and it's a big deal post-toxic relationships. So that's what we're going to talk about today. This is going to take a little bit of self-reflection. Okay. Um... I may call you out on some things. I may dig, make you dig kind of deep to try and get some of the answers to some of these questions. But self-sabotage, what is it? It's when you take active steps to prevent yourself from moving forward. And self-sabotage can be in any area of your life. It could be self-care. It could be professionally. It could be in relationships. And why would somebody self-sabotage? Because that's the big question. Why do I always sabotage everything that's good? Well, some of the things that would cause self-sabotaging is frustration, discouragement, anger, 
And probably the biggest one that I would think would affect most of you is fear. So what types of things does self-sabotage look like? Possibly procrastination, self-medication or coping mechanisms, comfort eating, cutting, avoidance, like avoidance of crowds or avoidance of friends or avoidance of getting too close. Um, Self-sabotage could, could look like emotional numbness. But in the case of toxic relationships, I want to change the term self-sabotage to induced sabotage. Because when you are in unhealthy situations, we know that criticisms, comparisons, name-calling, belittling are done so that the toxic person feels better about themselves. Remember, they're the bully on the playground. If I can make you feel bad, I feel better. And the things that toxic people say about us and criticize us about and belittle us over is for their goal of feeling power. However, the longer this type of verbiage goes on around us, the more space it takes up in our view of ourselves and the view that we had previously of ourselves. Repetition causes belief. So when you hear things like, you don't deserve, or you're high maintenance, nobody is ever gonna love you. If I didn't hear that once, I heard it a thousand times. Nobody's ever gonna love anybody like you. When you hear things like, you're so emotional and you're way too sensitive. The ultimate favorite of all of us, you are crazy. You don't communicate well. You're no good in bed. You are a bad parent. You wouldn't be anything without me. No one even likes you. You're pathetic. You really need to seek professional help. By having these type of things re repeated in an ongoing sequence, we begin to feel like they're true. The more you hear it, the more we adopt it. You start thinking to yourself, maybe this is all I deserve, or maybe no one will ever love me. That kept me trapped for a long time. Maybe I am too sensitive. Maybe I do overreact. Even though I feel like I try, maybe I don't communicate well. Toxic people want us to doubt ourselves. They want us to doubt our decisions. They know that with constant, steady pressure in the direction of making us feel bad about ourselves, they will soon have us believing everything that they say. We'll assume responsibility and we will never achieve what we want. We'll never achieve a good relationship. We'll never have a successful job. We'll never have a great group of friends. We start believing that what they're telling us is true. Even if you are out of a toxic relationship and you've had one in your past, you know what I'm talking about when I say we carry these things into our next chapter of our life. We stick them all in a fanny pack and they come with us. So are you really self-sabotaging? 
this is where I want you to dig around a little bit. When you stay in an uncomfortable, unfulfilling job, or when you meet a nice date, but you say they're too perfect. When you let your child walk all over you because you don't want them mad at you. When you quit going out with your friends because you decide that you just don't fit in. When you stop bringing up the things you need and setting boundaries because you're not a good communicator. When you avoid being intimate because you have no idea what you're doing and you have no idea how to do it right. Many of these are portrayed to us as self-sabotage when really from my point of view and from my experience from being in toxic relationships, this was not self-sabotage. This was induced sabotage. You're not listening to your true self. Rather, you're listening to what another has told you about yourself. They, repeti they repetitively tell you and you eventually believe. You adopt the view of yourself that they want you to have. Now you're frightened of trying because someone has induced these thoughts into your head. We believe what they say, we adopt it, we accept it, and then we live it. It doesn't mean any of this is true. It's not self-sabotage. It's induced sabotage caused by another to make you feel like there is something wrong with you. And I have repeated this several times on the podcast. When you are in toxic environments, when you are raised in them, when you are married into them, when you step into toxic work environments, when you have toxic friends, we come out of them feeling like now there's something wrong with us. And there's oodles of diagnoses out there for those who have been in toxic relationships. Yes, there is huge effects on us. But what I don't want you to do is move into the next chapter of your life feeling like there's something wrong with you. This is not something that is wrong with you. This is something that happened to you. You're playing the records of others' thoughts and words and beliefs as your own and then ask why you're a self-sabotager. They are the sabotagers, not you. And they intentionally did it to make you question yourself and your decisions. So rather than ask why you always self-sabotage the good things that come into your life, rather ask yourself, are you allowing others to sabotage the good things that are coming into your life? Another way we may feel like we're self-sabotaging is because we adapt the inability to talk about our feelings. We adapt the inability to express our needs. We don't talk about our problems. We were trained to believe that our feelings, our needs, and our problems are not important. So we avoid talking about them because that means feeling. And you want to avoid feeling at all cost. Toxic relationships are very good at taking away feeling. Why do we want to avoid feeling? When you are in toxic environments, the body has to protect itself. It desensitizes us to feeling so we can avoid pain, so we can avoid disappointment. If we don't feel happy, we can't be disappointed. 
If we can avoid getting our feelings hurt, we won't feel pain. The body is protecting you from emotional pain by desensitizing your feelings. And we call it emotionally numb. And I hear it from clients every week, all week long. I just feel numb. You don't survive in a toxic relationship without developing some numbness. Numbness feels safe. When you're numb, there's not as much pain. And when you're numb, there's not as much disappointment. Why would we open ourselves back up to feelings once we're numb? It sounds like a trap to me. It sounds like I'm setting myself back up for disappointment. It sounds like I'm setting myself back up for pain. It sounds like I'm setting myself back up for being stuck somewhere that I don't want to be stuck. Feeling anything after abuse is uncomfortable. We are used to not feeling one way or another way. No feeling is safe. And we stay in that safe zone so we're not disappointed and we don't feel the pain. We are emotional beings made to feel. Feeling is good in a healthy, safe place. Your feelings are one of the things that you yourself truly own. But somewhere along the line through toxic relationships and unhealthy environments, we give that away to somebody else and allow them to tell us how we should be feeling. So when you're out of a toxic relationship and you feel like you're self-sabotaging, it may be because moving from safe and numb to vulnerable is very scary and very uncomfortable. And we will avoid it if we can. Why would anyone put themselves back out there with the chance of failing, with the chance of being a disappointment, with the chance of not being good enough? When your feelings are protected by another, feelings are wonderful. But when your feelings have been used against you, probably not so wonderful. So if you have noticed that you're feeling numb because of a lot of emotional pain that has been in your life or a lot of disappointments, you know, we don't want to look forward to anything because the rug might get pulled out from underneath us. Start thinking about tactile feeling. Feel the coffee cup in your hand when it's warm. Really think about how that first sip tastes. Feel the fuzzy blanket that you're underneath when you're watching a movie. Feel the water in the shower. Because being very present to the, the tactile sensations is going to start you getting used to feeling again. But what we do in toxic relationships is we become very non-present with our feelings. Because if we just pretend we don't have any, it's safer for us. So back to this, are we really self-sabotaging or are we, we reacting to induced sabotage? Because really what we may be seeing as self-sabotaging is just another thing that has been propagated by the toxic person and put on us as our problem that we need to fix. And you know as well as I do that in the history of the toxic relationship, even though we know and feel like we need to fix it, it doesn't matter how much you fix. It doesn't matter how much you improve. It's never going to be good enough. So what do you do? We stop trying. 
we stop putting ourselves out there just in case we fail. You're not telling yourself that you don't deserve things. You're not telling yourself you won't be loved. You're not telling yourself you're too sensitive. You're not telling yourself you're too crazy. You're not telling yourself you don't communicate. You're not telling yourself you're not good in bed. You're not telling yourself you're not a good parent. You're not telling yourself you wouldn't be good at anything. You wouldn't be anything without them. You're not the one telling yourself that nobody likes you or that you're pathetic or that you need professional help. You are listening to old recordings of another voice and thinking that it's the truth. And then protect ourselves just in case it is true. So you're not really fighting with yourself. You're fighting what another wants you to think about yourself. And this may not be in all cases, but after a toxic relationship, 99% of the time, this is the case. You're not fighting yourself. You're fighting what another wants you to think about yourself. As usual, it's not you, it's them. It always has been. They are emotionally abusive. They use your emotions and feelings to get what they need and make you question yourself. So you feel weak. You feel like you're not enough. You feel like you're one step behind all the time. It's time to toss out those old recordings. They are not going to work anymore. When you're feeling like you're self-sabotaging, start asking yourself things like this. Do I personally believe this to be true? Would my old or true self believe it? Who in my life has led me to believe that? Am I listening to my inner voice or the voice of another who has told me this is how I am? And this is where all the old mantras are true. You do deserve the best. You will be loved by the heart that's meant to love you. Your feelings do matter. You are a great parent. You have the ability to do and be whatever it is you want to be. People like you, you have great friends. Self-care is not selfish. You have already overcome so much, you will excel at this too. Make yourself number one for a while. Treat yourself the way you treat others. You are a true badass. Let's play these recordings for a change. Thank you for listening to It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. If your life is being affected by a toxic relationship, visit coachingwithdrheidi.com and take our free toxicity profile analysis or schedule a personalized consultation with Dr. Heidi. You can also follow us on Instagram at Coaching with Dr. Heidi or join our private Facebook group at Strength Within. Take your first step to freedom today. And remember, it's not normal, it's toxic. Yeah.